Welcome to Alger Assembly of God. We do welcome you to the continuation of our Good Shepherd series. Again, we're looking at Psalm 23. It's that most familiar, probably most quoted, most memorized portion of God's Word. We, we said last week, more than likely, each of you in some form, in some fashion, have or have seen in somebody else's home something to do with the Lord's Prayer. In a book format, picture format, in a throw format, uh, Afghan format. I mean, there's all kinds of things that take the, uh, the Psalm 23 and, and the scriptures about the Lord being our shepherd, and it's, it's put and reflected. Many songs written about it, uh, used in, in a lot of uh, themes of literature. Uh, certainly, even with a lot of our presidents have been used, uh, some of that, it's been said, President Lincoln read it to cure his blues. A couple presidents ago, President Bush proclaimed it publicly to calm our nation's fears after the event of 9-11. So it's been, been used, it's been read, it's been memorized, it's been utilized in a lot of different ways. So, so far what we've looked at, well, we opened up by looking at kind of the overview of the series. What do we learn from the author? And so we're, we're meaning both God who is overseeing this as well as King David who wrote this. We took kind of a, a snapshot of certain portions of his life and we looked at some of those lessons from the author. Last time together we focused in on verse 1 uh, where we said that God the good shepherd was a personal God. This morning what we're looking at is the fact that this good shepherd, he is a God who delivers peace. A God who delivers peace. Now, we, we mentioned that so many times we don't have peace. There's the challenges uh, not just of our world, not just of our, our government, not just of our communities, not just of our, our families or our finances. Uh, there are so many challenges to peace that many times people try to seek peace on their own. Whether that's through relationships, whether that's through alcohol, whether that's through drugs, whether that's through uh, shopping and buying, uh, whether that's through having whatever the case might be, people are seeking things, people are seeking people, and they're trying to have peace in a world of Sometimes chaos and a world of disruption and a world of challenges. We face things in our own physical bodies, in our own homes, in our families, in our finances, in our, in our job situations. And time after time, we are confronted with the challenges and people want peace. So we saw last week how God was a good shepherd. He's a personal God. He knows you. He cares about you. David wrote, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. We encourage each one to make sure that God was his shepherd and that the shepherd was Lord, Savior, number one in our lives. This morning, we're going to be looking at a God who delivers peace. We're going to look at a number of ways. How does he deliver peace? And so uh, we're going to look at, here's some things on how God delivers peace to you and I. Number one, God delivers peace through nourishment. Through nourishment. As we take a look, Psalm 23, verse 2, it says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me be beside quiet waters. There's the, uh, the familiar King James of Maketh and leadeth me. 
But first, we're going to be kind of taking a look at that phrase or that thought, green pastures. Our God, the good shepherd, provides peace through nourishment. And he says that he leadeth me or he leads me, makes me lie down in these green pastures. The original Hebrew words here would suggest tender, new, green grass. In other words, God the good shepherd is leading the sheep not to some dirt field, not to some rocky-filled plain, not even to some green but weed-infested field. This was good grass. This was tender, brand-new, nutrient-rich shoots of grass. Now, in the the time of studying and and, and looking at uh, Psalm 23 and and looking at the sheep and the shepherd, I'm I'm finding out more about sheep. I have never owned a sheep. Some of you perhaps have, and and some of you would know some of the details about sheep that uh, I would share. But it's been said that after a sheep stands on all four legs through early morning hours, Eating dew-coated grass, they lie down. Now, there's a lot to unpack there. It's been said that most of the time, the, the sheep would prefer to eat in early morning hours. It's not in the heat of the day. It, it's a little bit cooler. And how many of you, you wake up in the morning and you see the dew across your, your grass, across your lawn? So they would have the the cooler part of the day without the the sun being out, and they would be able to eat the grass that has some of these nice little drops of dew on them. So that tends to be when they would eat, eat their fill, and then lie down and begin to chew the cud. Chew the cud. Now, when we think about chewing the cud, what do we think about? What? Say it louder. Cows, chow, uh, chows, cows chew the cud, but sheep do as well. In fact, sheep belong to what's called the ruminant class of mammals. Those include deer, buffalo, giraffes, elk, moose, cattle, about 150 different species that are very similar to the sheep, not just cows. What that means is that they have multiple compartments, multiple chambers. For a sheep, they would have four compartments. Sometimes uh, people refer to it as having four stomachs. It's four compartments in their stomach. And the grass would be quickly eaten, quickly bitten off by its roots, swallowed, and then stored in an empty chamber, stored in an empty compartment for later enjoyment. How many of you right about now, you're getting a little jealous of these sheep and cattle and and ruminant individuals? Some of you are saying yes, some of you are saying, ooh, no, because it gets better, I'll tell you. But how many of you, you would love to, you know, there's that nice buffet or there's that nice meal, there's that nice dessert, and you wish you could just kind of eat, 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 eat. I I think I've got at least one person back there in Leonard who would give a big old hearty amen. (laughs) I thought so. They just, just eat, 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 and fill up that, that empty compartment, that empty chamber. 
Not so sure if, if uh, maybe Leonard would have more than one of those uh, chambers because uh, he, he's putting it away. <laughs> so sometimes we might wish we could do that, but here's what takes place then. Afterward, uh, the sun is up. They, they find hopefully a little bit of shade. And then they lie down. They regurgitate their breakfast, rechew it at their leisure, and re-swallow it with pleasure. All right, so who's ready for lunch? Amen. Oh, yes, Leonard. <laughs> I mean, what we're talking about eating this great, great meal and nourishment of grass, filing it away in one of our compartments or chambers, bringing it back up, chewing it again, and then swallowing it again for pleasure. What they're doing, they're receiving nourishment. It's what they need to survive. And God is our good shepherd. He is providing that. He's delivering peace through nourishment. So how many of you, after you've had a, a nice meal of whatever, probably not a, a plate of dewy grass, but whatever kind of meal that you enjoy, you have a nice meal, don't you kind of sit back or kick back or go, ah, and, and you feel kind of peaceful, a little bit relaxed because you've had this nice meal and you felt nourished. God, the good shepherd, does this and he leads the sheep to provide nourishment and exactly what is needed in their life. And he does that for you and I. Now, I'm thankful that he's not necessarily calling me out to the dewy, dew-filled grass fields to, to get a nice big chunk, swallow it, bring it back up, chew it again, and swallow it. I'm, I'm thankful that's not exactly what the psalmist is getting at. But he's using this analogy of if God's the good shepherd, we're like the sheep. And wow, the the shepherd knows everything about the sheep, so he knows where to lead and guide us to bring us to this good grass to nourish us. He knows what we need to survive. And when we're nourished, when we are fed, when our needs are taken care of, don't you experience a sense of peace in your life? For when the needs are not met, there's there's a little bit of chaos, there's a little bit of uneasiness, a little bit of restlessness. So David the psalmist is saying he provides nourishment. He provides what we need. And he's not just giving us his leftovers. He's not just saying, well, go to this field, it's the best I got. He literally is giving us his best, bringing us to the green pastures, the tender new green shoots. God's providing the best for us. How many, many times you look at your grass, and, and you can look at it, our, our church grassy fields. A big portion of what's green isn't always good, right? Anybody have any weeds? In fact, doesn't it seem like sometimes when there's no rain and your grass starts kind of turning brown or getting kind of sickly, doesn't it seem like in the days and and, and Weeks when your grass is at its worst, weeds are at their best. Man, they are just growing, they are green, they are tall. It, it, this is not God saying, hey, I'm going to bring you to a green field, 
Do your best to stay away from the bad stuff. He intentionally is bringing us to the good stuff for our nourishment, for our, our, our growth and advancing. In fact, that, that term or that word for lying down in green pastures, it's, it's a continual form, a continual verb. In other words, it kind of echoes what Jesus then would say in the New Testament as he would pray and say, pray like this, give us this day our daily bread. God, give me what I need for today and give me what I need for today. It's a continual process of providing for us. So we lie down in green pastures. Why? He continues to provide nourishment. He continues to provide what we need. It's not just about saying, well, there's a plate of food. What is it that we need in our lives? And spiritually as well, what is it that we need in our lives? Now, it's not the, the greatest visual about the sheep eating, regurgitating, chewing, and swallowing, but it does kind of get this picture into our mind of hopefully what we should be doing with this. You've heard about meditating on God's Word. We read. We think about. We, we kind of, you've heard people say, well, let me chew on that a little bit. It's kind of that phrase, let me, let me think about, let me dwell, let me ponder, let me, let me kind of dig into what this verse or this passage or this chapter is saying. It's not just about our practical needs that he provides nourishment. It's also about our spiritual needs. As our spiritual needs are met and, and we're growing, we're learning, we're being nourished by God's word, we have this sense of peace. The good shepherd delivers peace. He delivers the very best for you and I. Not just does the good shepherd deliver peace through nourishment and providing what we need. Secondly, he does so through refreshment. We'll focus in on that word or phrase, the still waters, the quiet waters. Sheep certainly need water for strength or survival as well for refreshment. How many of you, maybe you're, you're out and about working outside or, uh, boy, you're, you're, just, you're working hard at, at shopping or playing or sports or whatever, but you get hot, you get thirsty, and then you've got that ice-cold bottle of water, pop, juice, something like that, and, and you take that sip. It is cool and refreshing. The shepherd is leading the sheep to still waters, they would have water available from several sources, certainly the morning dew on the grass, any deep wells or potential streams. It's been said that sheep's bodies are made up of a high percentage of water, much higher than many animals. They need the water to keep up their metabolism, to keep producing the wool uh, that they would have. But they're a little bit fearful, probably the, uh, not the, the most strong and, and mighty and fierce animals when it comes to water. How, how many times you, have you seen this bold, aggressive sheep? Not as much as with many other animals. I mean, if you were to take and dip a sheep in water, it would probably not be the, the greatest of sight. It would be like taking, you know, 10 of your wooliest sweaters, wear them, and then go jump in a pool and see how you make out, Right? It's not the easiest. And so it's been said that the sheep do not like to drink from fast-moving streams. 
They're not the adventurous type, right? They would prefer something quiet, something still. In fact, in many cases, uh, sometimes the shepherds would have to take some of those streams and try to almost uh, build a little bit of a dam to try to slow that stream down to where it is slow moving. Because if, if they don't have still waters, quiet waters, they might wander and, and find a big puddle of water. could be filled with parasites. It's not good for them, but it's a puddle. And they would probably drink that over the, the fast-moving water. God is concerned about the sheep. The shepherd's concerned about the sheep for refreshment. He, he's able to provide what is needed for sustenance, for getting us by. Certainly in our lives, we, we face a lot of busyness. We face a lot of pain. We face a lot of challenges. Many seasons of peace or refreshment are provided by the Lord. I want to encourage us. It's not just about, okay, uh, rather than drinking from a water hose, I'll, I'll put the tap water on slow. It's not so much about the actual water. But for us, the good shepherd provides and delivers peace through refreshment. We're here to honor and to worship Him. And we can do so certainly on a, on a public basis as we worship together in a service setting. But don't let that be the only nourishment. Don't let that be the only refreshment that we receive. Let's make sure that we're in God's Word on a daily basis, in time of prayer on a daily basis, honoring and worshiping Him on a regular basis, that we are refreshed in Him. And maybe, maybe you've seen it, maybe you've, you've sensed it in, in your heart, in your life, in, in your spirit, maybe through uh, trips or vacations or schedule or conflicts. Uh, sometimes you miss out on some worship opportunities, and so you come back and, and that worship, that, that Sunday morning, that Sunday school, that Sunday morning service of, of worship or teaching or the message, you just feel your heart and your spirit are encouraged. You are refreshed spiritually in him many times something like a a family camp setting where you have multiple services just in the span of several days uh, you you leave refreshed spiritually it's what the good shepherd does leading the sheep towards still or quiet waters so the good shepherd provides and delivers peace through nourishment giving what we need refreshment Number three, provides and delivers peace through security. And here's some of that interesting phrase. We read, whether it's in the King James or NIV or others, it says, he maketh me or he makes me lie down in green pastures. And we're not so sure about that word make because how many like anybody to make you do something? We probably say those words, well, you ain't going to make me. You're not making me. If I'm going to do it, I'll do it myself. We don't like being made. We don't like being told what to do. So we take a look and kind of examine this phrase, makes me lie down. And what we see, it's this, this lying down. It's that picture of humility. It's that picture of reverence. It's that, that picture of dependence upon him as, as we lay down. But here's what Josephus, he was a first century scholar, he's, uh, here's some of what he wrote. He said that shepherds sometimes would institute forced rest p 
periods. Especially, they would be done for pregnant ewes or for frolicking lambs. We know by nature that sheep are uh, they're wild animals. They would tend to wander off. They're kind of weak. You, know, you, you get the picture of this, this big fluffy body and these kind of small little legs. They're, they're not the strong, muscular you know, uh, uh, lions and tigers and elephants. Uh, a little bit more of the, the delicate, weak and frail bodies. And so sometimes he would write that the shepherds would take these sheep, fold their legs almost to where they would seem to be like paralyzed, fold their legs and intentionally place them in this situation for a little while to get them to lie down and rest. In some cases, shepherds would do that. And perhaps in some cases... God allows or God institutes some periods or times of rest and refreshing. But while shepherds might need to make their sheep lie down at certain times, certainly the best way to get sheep to lie down is for them wanting to. And so in a a separate and, and second sense, this, this phrase, he makes me lie down in green pastures, you might look at it this way. The good shepherd takes such good care of his sheep, he creates such an incredible atmosphere and opportunities for nourishment and refreshment, having the pastures, having the cool water, that there is comfort and security in that I choose to, I want to lie down. There is peace there. I've got what I need. We talked about that just last week. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Because of my trust, because of my my cares being taken care of by the good shepherd, I've got security. And when there's security, don't you have a, a sense of peace? That's why there's all kinds of things, whether it comes to locking a car door or locking a, a home uh, home security systems designed to try to provide peace of mind. There are a lot of different types of things we seek out for security. And here what we see is this good shepherd sometimes might intentionally gear these sheep to lie down. In many cases, they're providing the atmosphere, they're providing absolutely everything that is needed for the sheep to want to lie down. Provide green pastures to eat their fill. They're nourished and fed and they lie down. Shepherds would minimize friction or trouble or the alerts so that the sheep would would not be always looking around. They would have that peace and lie down. Eliminate frustrations or distractions of uh, some of the, the, the things that might come in and to attack. Provide peace and lie down. The mere presence of the shepherd provides some of the comfort and security and allowing the sheep peace and to lie down. Through all that our heavenly Father provides, you and I, we look through this book, the Word of God, and we see all that God supplies, all that God provides, and as a result, there is a comfort, there is a security we can trust in him. He provides that opportunity to desire 
to lie down in the pastures he has provided. God creates those circumstances for us to receive peace. So we see the good shepherd delivers peace through nourishment, through refreshment, through security, and finally, he delivers peace through contentment. When you are content, we tend to be peace-filled and peaceful. When our needs are met, our bodies are met, the, the physical needs, spiritual needs, emotional needs, when, when things are taken care of and we have everything we need, there's a sense of contentment. And when it says that he makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside the still waters, it's that combination sometimes of making the combination of sometimes providing the circumstances and the atmosphere for all that we need to desire to lie down. See, what would happen is when the sheep would eat their fill of those nice, tender, newer shoots of grass, and they'd fill up that one compartment good and full, they would be contented. They wouldn't need to continue eating and eating and eating. They would be contented, satisfied, and would willingly go and lie down. Or when they've been brought to that still water, that quiet stream, and they can lap and, and, and drink the cool, refreshing water to their little sheep heart's content. They sense that contentment and are able and choose to lie down. Sometimes that's a challenge for us. That word contentment, right? Because we see so much that we want. We talk about this a little bit even on Wednesday nights as we work our way through the Sermon on the Mount and, and Jesus is talking about uh, you know, seeking first the kingdom of God and as we do that, these other things will be added. Don't, don't worry about this. Don't worry about that. Don't focus on all these other things. Focus on me. Wow, we are experienced the challenge because we see what somebody else has that we don't have. Or we see a newer thing that somebody has than we have. Or we see more of something that someone has than we have. And there's just enough within us that says, though I've got this, I don't have that. And when there's that lack of, lack of contentment, tends to follow a lack of peace. What David's writing about, the good shepherd's taking care of the sheep. He's providing for their needs through nourishing grass. He's providing for their needs in refreshing waters. He's providing for their needs through comfort and safety and security and protection and, and his presence there with those sheep. And when you put all of those things together, we say, wow, I'm content. This, this shepherd is taking care of me as a sheep. And as we are provided contentment, we're able to experience peace in our lives. So the challenge is, are, are we going to focus on all the stuff that we don't have or be thankful for what we do, thankful for how God is blessed, thankful for God, how, how God has healed and guided and directed, though our lives might not be exactly as somebody else? God has given us and, and crafted what we are needing to survive. 
As we experience that contentment, we experience his peace. So I want to encourage you this morning to look to God's word. We're able to learn. We're able to grow. We're able to kind of chew on and think on and study and reflect and memorize and, and, and bring out the word of God on a regular basis. Just as the good shepherd provides for his sheep, our heavenly father, as, as our shepherd, as our leader, guides and provides in each of these ways. He delivers peace through nourishment. He delivers peace through refreshment. He delivers peace through security. And he delivers peace through contentment.